welcome in to the DFFL Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the happenings in the DFFL. Now, here's your hosts, James Wiley and Aaron Kelly. Welcome in to the DFFL Podcast. I'm your host, James Wiley, and with us is Aaron Kelly, back from Europe. Tons of fun, and we're ready to talk about the league and what happened this past week. Winners, losers, what we're expecting next week, so let's hop to it. We're going to do a whole segment on losers, like Kalo? This might take a while. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Just kidding, Kalo. You are a loser. All right. <laughs> so this week, or sorry, last week, uh, Wiley's dead footballer six and one went against taken down by Big Red five and two head to head, and Wiley's dead footballers came out on top, uh, advancing him to seven and one, and taken down by Big Red dropping to five and three, beat him one thirty three point six to ninety four point four. Top scorers included. Uh, Michael Thomas, Tom Brady, and Marlon Mack for Cranman. Aaron Jones, Jared Goff, and New England defense. No shocker for Wiley's Dead Footballers. Uh, Wiley's Dead Footballers had Aaron Jones put up 38.1 in what was another big week for him. Do you think he's coming on strong for this second half of the year? Yeah, I think it is. uh, It'll be interesting to see how Williams plays into this. I don't think he'll take too much. Um, but Aaron Jones, definitely someone who you want to be starting and want to have. So unfortunately, probably a little too late to trade for him now because he's going to cost you too much. But if you've got him in and just watch the numbers go up and up and up and up. All right. Next matchup, Diddler on the Roof at Carmelone FC. Uh, Diddler on the Roof getting that second win, baby. 123.4, Carl Malone's 87.2. Carl Malone's top performers included Aaron Rodgers, Leonard Fournette, and Golden Tate. And Diddler on the Roof included James Conner, Tyrell Williams, and Joe Mixon for the first time. Hey, Joe Mixon. Welcome to the club. Uh, James Conner obviously going to be an issue for Diddy if he misses a lot of time. That being said, we know that Larry Fitzgerald got less yards than Wes has gotten in his entire life. So (laughs) we're going to work on that. Wes, get those knees ready. We might need you to hop in for Larry Fitzgerald next week against, actually tomorrow, against the Niners. (laughs) All right. And another matchup last week included Fondue Belly Button, who was 2-5 and heading into the week against the McCaffrey Mouse Club, who was 6-1. and And... It was a close match. Uh, Fondue Belly Button was able to take down McCaffrey Mouse Club, 119.7 to 114.3. Uh, Fondue Belly Button's top performers included Kenny Galladay, Jordan Howard, and DeAndre Hopkins, while McCaffrey Mouse Club shockingly had Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley as two of his top performers. But he also had Gardner Mitch, who throw up 23 points. Yeah, wh- immediately when you look at the score, the 100 100- and 14 you don't really know where it comes from because it's honestly from three players and then everything else is just garbage so for him to put up 114 is pretty impressive not overly shocked that he lost uh would you have you would have predicted an eric win leading into the week or i don't think so but i'm saying in a sense that 
you know, when you look at the score uh, and when you look at some of these players, really, this team is riding on Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Godwin has been pretty good, but everyone else is uh, not overly impressive. I'm okay with Allen Robinson. He's written pretty, pretty decent, up and down, but but pretty solid. Uh, he does have Lamar Jackson, who's carrying him a lot too, as well, uh, putting up some big points. It is what it is. I mean, he drops now to six and two, which I mean, it it he's he's not clinched the playoffs. He's likely in the playoffs, but it does keep other teams' hopes alive having him at six and two now. Just real quick, the the fifty three dollars on Ty Johnson that. Uh is that the biggest spent to date? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. And this isn't me like picking on Kyle that, uh, it's just, uh, shocking. I think he's, he's only down to $8. So it'll be interesting how he picks and chooses, uh, going forward, who he's going to bid on. Indeed. Okay. So the next matchup was Moetry and Potion versus the name giver of Moetry and Potion, Wes Wesley Snipers. <laughs> And Wes Wesley Snipers headed into this game uh, at two and five. Moetrium Potion was three and four. And it all came together for Moetrium Potion this week. This is what he's hoping for, for from every from his players every week. Um, putting up 142.7 points to Wes Wesley Snipers, 109.3. Um, Moetry's top performers... Cooper Cup, who was just killing it in that game, 31.5 to, um, and then Watson put up 26.3, and then Shark, 16.9, whereas West Wesley Snipers had Matt Stafford with 21.4, Juju Smith-Schuster with 18.8, and the San Francisco defense with 16. Yeah, it's been a strange year. My team is um, the second highest scoring points in the league. And also the second highest points scored against. So very interesting, but it worked out this week. It's I, honestly, I'm a little bit shocked that I'm only four and four, but you know, it's, it's fine. As long as you get in the playoffs, you got a chance. So absolutely. I mean, your team hasn't had really a bad week. It's just been who you're going up against, honestly. Yep, it happens, but that's fine. We'll move on to what I'm guessing is the matchup of the week, but I didn't hear it, so hit yep. me with it. Last week, matchup of the week was not a matchup based on records going into the game, as Joe Mack was heading into the week two and five, and Kayla was six and one. However, we mentioned how much we just love and adore their trash talk towards each other, um, and. It actually turned out to be a very close match. Difference of 3.4 points. And really, it all came down to who got benched and who didn't get benched. Assman very much could have crushed Kalo if he just had the right bench players in. But alas, Kalo won, and we all have to listen to that forever. So just... To give you an idea, Joe Mack left 22.7 on the bench from David Montgomery, 21.3 on the bench from Miles Sanders, 36.8 from Tevin Coleman, and uh, he elected his better quarterback option with Jameis Winston at 17.8 over Carson Wentz's 12.9. Um, so, so he left a 
hefty amount of points on the bench. He left about 80 points on the bench. That really, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, you're really not going to start any of those guys, uh, Montgomery, Sanders, or Coleman, over Adair Henry. That's his only really other option to have replaced him over. Uh, would you have started any of those guys over Derrick Henry? I know we both don't like Henry, but I think he would have been the best option out of those three. Yeah, I don't think he made any wrong choices here. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry has been more than serviceable this year, so probably not starting any of them over. But now, as we start to watch Tennessee and Derrick Henry evolve into this second half of the season, it does get a little more concerning for me. This is two single-digit weeks out of the last three, so might be something to keep your eye on. And it should be noted that in those three weeks, Ryan Tannehill was in, so there was that change. So very interesting. Um, a, a good win for Kalo. This is uncharted territory for the ass man. So we're yeah. going to see how this works out. Yeah, there are four teams right now at two and six. We're going to see how it plays out, but... It's it's going to it's going to be a race to the finish. It is and it always is which makes this league very fun. Diddy is finally off the floor. He is. Which is nice to see. Uh he's definitely struggled the most this year. For him to have two wins right now uh is a little shocking I think for both of us. We honestly probably thought this could have been the first team that went 0 and 16 or or sorry 0 and 13. <laughs> um or 0 and 14, whatever we play to. And uh He could have been 0 and 16 through the through the that's, onion. That's true. That's true. Um but he's off the ground and uh right now it would is he eighth? He's ninth. And look, he's off the ground, yes. But I think that the amount of points he's off the ground actually shows how far he's off the ground, which is barely off the ground. He is in ninth place because he has 789.6 points for, and Wes has 789. So he's 0.6 points off the ground. This is this is interesting. I hope this sets up for a James Diddy matchup in the first week. Oh. That would be really fun. <laughs> oh, see, and I don't, I don't myself. Um finishing as the number one seed i do have a rough schedule coming up I, I do play you i do play kyle i do play um i play some of the the higher end teams in our league based on record this year um i have played some of the lower end ones so far as evidenced by my significant least amount of points scored against i think that i'm almost 100 points less than the next closest team the the thing is where you're you're matching up in some of these you know so-called better teams is uh buys it, really it all comes down to weeks and stuff like that it definitely plays an interesting part in it because i'll be playing joe mac this week and he's actually projected to beat me so i'm sure we'll touch on that a little bit in a few minutes actually let's get to it right now we're going to start talking about this week's matchups all right let's do it all right so First matchup, let's just talk about that matchup with you and Joey. Uh, right now, he's currently projected to score 105.9 points to your 97.6. Is there anything you think you can do to change that, or is no, that what I the projections are going to be? Yeah, it is what it is. I'm missing a kicker right now, but it's not going to change it that much. He's also appears to be missing a player, so uh, 
really it comes down to consistency. I think, you know, it's not a great time for me to have Todd Gurley on a bye and Cooper Cup on a bye, but being four and four, you know, it it could be worse. I don't. It's not a must win, but it, I would obviously like to be above 500 at this point. I think that my players overall are more consistent, so that might play something into it. Uh, and just the way Joe Mack is season is trending this year, you know, you maybe he just has an off week. You never know. What are you doing right now? What am I doing right now? Yeah, I'm looking at your roster. You got Philip Lindsay. I got Royce Freeman. You got Austin Eckler. I got Melvin Gordon. You got Jamal Williams. I got Aaron Jones. You got Adam Thielen. I got Stefan Diggs. <laughs> You're just on the other half of my field. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> who, All right. Who's the, who's the opposite of DJ Chark? You need, that's who you need. <laughs> I'll go pick him up. D.D. Westbrook. Woo-hoo. Except he's out this week, so... I think I saw somebody try to. I think I saw somebody pick up Chris Conley. Oh, really? Okay. I don't yes, know if that was this league or another league, but I think somebody did. Okay, so who are you taking? I'll just I'll take myself. You're gonna take yourself. I don't. I think this is one that Joe Mack can truly win. Um, I think he has the upper hand, not just based off of projected totals, uh, just based off of the bye weeks that I have this week. But um, I'm just gonna pick myself to make it interesting. Okay, so you're going to take yourself, and I'll just make it a little more interesting, because we've had a lot of weeks where we've had most of them in common, so I'll take Joey. All right. All right, the next matchup is Carl Malone FC playing against Matt Kalo, focused playoffs, and the projections say that Matt Kalo is going to win at 115.2 to 102.4. And that is not entirely accurate as Rob still has to get a kicker in. But it's going to put him around, you know, maybe 109, 109, 110, something like that. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, Ryan Tannehill at quarterback for the playoffs. I don't know about that. Uh, especially against Carolina. But he does have two solid running backs in Zeke and Dalvin Cook going against two very weak running defenses, the Giants and KC. His team is just, I don't know, his team's weird. Like, Ryan Tannehill's in, Cole Beasley's in. I'm not in love with DJ Moore. I guess he's solid, but, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, the back of Zeke and Cook right now and Evans. Uh, It's a three-man team. These other you know, cast of characters or just guys that are filling in. It, this team is, it's not a bad team. It's just top heavy. Yeah. Top heavy. That's a great way to put it. Um, I like Rob's team. Rob's team is coming on strong. I'm yeah. going to go, I'm going to go with Rob. Kalo and I both were talking up Rob's team pretty highly. Um, I do think that his team can make a big run. In the playoffs, I think if he is able to get to those playoffs, he's can he can win it all. I mean, he's got a good team. I think Lev Bell will turn it on a little bit. I mean, they've got an easy schedule coming up for the next six games. I think that Leonard Fournette's been playing very well. I think Josh Jacobs is solid. Tyree Kill's obviously a big guy, big boom bust guy. It's a it's a solid team. Aaron Rodgers, you can't go wrong with. So. 
he's got a good team. We'll see how that plays out for the rest of the year. All right, next matchup is Fondue Belly Button at Diddler on the Roof. Two teams that are close in record, but not rosters, I think. I think that Eric's team is much better than Diddy's overall, but I don't know. Uh, the, the breakdown, according to ESPN, is 103.6 for Eric to 94.7 for Diddy. He does have to replace his kicker. Or sorry, he does have to replace his defense. So, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to take Eric, I think. Yeah, I'm going to take Eric too. This is also they're also assuming that James Conner is going to be playing and I don't know if that's going to be for sure. So, I, I don't think it's at Eric. all. What? I don't think he's playing at all. I don't think it's even close. Yeah, and you know, Diddy's team is off the ground. It did get its second win, but I think, you know, the run stops here for a week and um you know, then it's back to the drawing. Okay. All right. And the next matchup is Wiley's Dead Footballers at the McCaffrey Mouse Club. And the projections right now say that the McCaffrey Mouse Club is supposed to win 115.1 to 94.9. I do need to put a kicker in, but that'll bump it up to, you know, 102 maybe tops. So it is about a about a 15 point difference in favor of Kyle right now. I do have some players out on buy, but and it's it is it I've either players out on actually I have a couple players out on buy and they're all questionable, which usually is allows me to pick up another player. I'll throw somebody on injured reserve, but none of them are going to get put on injured reserve right now. So I had to actually take AJ Green off of injured reserve, put him on my roster. So I had to drop somebody, drop somebody to pick up the Jets defense and drop somebody to pick up a kicker. So I had to drop three people essentially this week, which was not something that I love to do. But I I don't know. I think looking over the teams, it's tough to overcome those running backs on Kyle's team. Yeah. I mean, certainly that's the cornerstone and the key pieces to his team. When you have, you know, three starters that are on by, it's again, the bye weeks play a huge uh, role later in the season and uh you know luckily for you you can afford a loss because i think you're going to get one here but uh you know it, any other time if this was full team versus full team you know i'd probably lean toward you but i think i think kyle's probably got this one in the back okay uh i'm also going to take kyle actually so no fun there but we're going to head into the Matchup of the week. And this week's matchup of the week is <coughs> uh, the old men. It's blame it or it's, it's uh taken down by Big Red versus Wes Wesley Snipers. Get your AARP cards out, folks, for this one. Cause it might be painful to watch. <laughs> <laughs> More or less painful than Wes's knees, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so, the projections say that Wes is going to win 103.4 to 97.2. And do you agree with those projections? I'm going to say... Ooh, I'm going to say yes. Yes, because Big Mike's big hitter, Michael Thomas, is on by, which hurts. I think that you know, Ingram's on the downslide. Odell Beckham, no clue what the heck is going on there. Uh, I like 
you know, I'm just, I just feel it. You know, Wes's knees are feeling good. I'm going with Wes. Wes needs it. He is in the bottom right now at 10th, which is his comfort zone, I think, but also not, not happy about it. He's actually gone on a hiatus. He's not talking in the group chat, he said, for the rest of the year. He already broke that hiatus now <laughs> with his comments yesterday. Which I burst out laughing out loud when he read his comment. Um, what was it? I forget, but I laughed really hard. It was regarding the, the gift that was sent uh, <laughs> by Kyle. And you know what? I got confidence in the dusty old man. So I'm going to go with Wes. Mean, does that mean you're going with Wes? He's the dustiest of dusty old men. Wow. The winner the of the Dust day. Bowl. Gotta love it. The Dust Bowl is on. Dust Bowl's on and... It's gonna be a gonna be a close one, hopefully. And I'm just rooting for Wes because why not? Where is he? Where is it? All right, uh, and uh, that's what we got for you this week, folks. Yeah, it's been fun. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do this again and <laughs> next week. And hopefully you enjoyed this. Now that I'm uh, back from Europe officially. I mean, I think everybody loves the silky smooth voice of Aaron Kelly compared to Matt Kalo. Uh, you know what? Your voice and Matt Kalo's voice put me right to sleep, so it was Silky Smooth himself. That's how we roll. That's what our goal is. Beautiful. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Good luck. Wes, knock the dust off of Cranman. Uh, good luck, everybody. And Wes, yeah, get your ass off the bottom. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the DFFL Podcast. For more information on the DFFL, head on over to DoverFFL.Weebly.com.